Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to grow as a confident leader and take you and your business to the next level. Today, I'm excited to have as my guest, Anne Hintz, and let me tell you about Anne. Anne has developed the ability to sense inside her body and release physical tension stored in connection in her connective tissue using solely the focus of her mind. She has x-rays to show the physical changes resulting from this inner work, including changing the alignment of her eye sockets, the straightening of her neck, the centering of her lower jaw, and the growth of her tooth roots. She has also grown three quarters of an inch at age 56 and wants us to know that we have this incredible power within us. It just takes going further into with the practices that you may already be doing. As many of you know, changing what is on our inside changes what we see on the outside. So it is Anne's belief that we cannot only change our personal world, but also our collective world. Let's learn more about Anne and her book, A Pathway to Insight, which details her journey and breakdowns the steps she took to attain what she calls insight, the ability to see within the body. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Anne Hintz. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. And I as I was reading that, I recalled watching your video and the, and I would recommend everybody to watch it. It's really interesting um, what she shows in the video as to her physical changes that she talked about in that bio that I just read. So you definitely want to check it out. So Anne, I always start out with a very simple question, which is, where do you live? I live in Northern California. In the Sierra foothills. Oh, very nice. Very beautiful area. So you say that you have a slightly different way of thinking about the law of attraction. We just touched on it in your bio. So could you please take a few moments and explain a little bit what your viewpoint is on that? Yes, for sure. I really, really wanted to learn and understand how it works. If it's true, right? we hear a lot of talk about the law of attraction and that most of the talk we hear is about our thoughts. But I realized along my journey that it's not just our thoughts. In fact, our thoughts are only part of it. Hmm. And the way I think about it is the whole of us is a signal. 
every single thing about us is our signal it's our size it's our shape it's our gender it's our clothes it's our hair everything about us Mm -hmm. is part of that signal but the biggest part of the signal is the tension that we hold inside of us from our past from the traumas (laughs) and the programming that we've undergone in our childhood and throughout our life Mm -hmm. it is incredible how much tension is held inside of us that we are not aware of. I certainly was not aware of how much pain and tension that is stored inside. And that is part of our signal. That's why we tend to get the same things over and over again, right? We'll attract Mm. the same kind of relationships or the same experiences. It's because our signal is so set and we attract back based on that signal. Mm. So the way to change our future is to change our signal at the deepest level that we can get to. Very interesting. So how exactly do we change our signal? Um, (laughs) Well, this was the whole of my journey. Um, Mm -hmm. The first step that I took was using a technique called EFT, which Mm -hmm. is short for emotional freedom technique. It's also called tapping because we tap on certain places in our body. That is changing ourselves at a deep level. It's, it's releasing the tension stored in our nervous system about events from the past. So when we do that, so if I'm really frustrated right now, if I'm really angry right now and I tap and I bring myself back to peace in the moment, then my signal was anger or frustration. My signal is now peace and that's what I'm emitting and that's what I'm attracting back into mm. my future. So, you know, that's a simple example, but I really, really, really wanted to change. I didn't want to be as reactionary and highly strong as I used to be. So I took to doing it every day. I started to notice when I was emotional during the day, which in itself takes some work, right? Because we tend to get caught up in those emotions. So I would stand back and say, okay, look at me. I'm getting frustrated or angry or whatever. And I would tap and I started to see changes but I wanted more and I wanted it faster. So in the evenings, I wrote down down every emotional trauma that I could think of from my my life. So all the childhood traumas, the big ones and the little ones, the sayings my dad used to say to me and, you know, where those big emotions like humiliation and those kind Mm. of things came in. And I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night for weeks and weeks until I'd gone through them all. And life just started to change. Whenever you um, identify those emotions, are there specific places that you should tap? Um, As we saw you tapped several places, and I know I've had other people talk about tapping. Can you explain maybe just briefly the significance of where you tap to the audience that might not know? Certainly. EFT is a very simple technique to learn. You can learn it in five to 10 minutes. And it's the same. We tap the same points each time, and it's just a series of points, which were the ends of meridian systems in the body, which hook into the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So we're always tapping on the same series of points, regardless of what we're talking through. And what we work through is perhaps a trauma or a memory. And we go through it again and again and again until it is totally cleared out and there are no more emotions left around it. Because those memories and those traumas, they're they're like wounds, they're like dis-ease on the inside Mm. of us. And when we look at them really, really closely and we allow them to be, so we allow the feelings to be Mm. felt, 
that's when they release. Very good. Excellent. So you, you didn't really give us, I think it would be helpful if we understood where you, where were you and what got you to that point that you were not able to put up with, if you will, that anger that you were getting? I mean, what, what were you doing before you did this? I guess it's a helpful thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd been searching for something for years. I had a lot of trauma in childhood, um, you know, from being adopted, being born with my right foot up against my right shin. Um, having a house fire, having alcoholic parents, mm. finding my de mother dead on the bathroom floor when I was 19. Oh, wow. A lot of traumas kind of yes. one on top of another. <laughs> um, but we didn't talk about it as a family. We never looked at anything. We never you know, went back and talked about anything that had happened. So all of those traumas were stored inside of me. Mm. And I moved out to the States from England when I was 21. And I was kind of hoping I'd leave everything behind in England. But... <laughs> didn't happen it was in your luggage and you didn't even know it <laughs> that's right <laughs> so life went on but I was I was highly strung I had digestive issues um I was very fearful I had complex PTSD and you know I, I kept looking for things outside of myself I changed my diet many many times I was always searching and it got to the point when I was in my late 30s that I had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at my boys school and these women were very self-confident, self-assured, authority-type women, and they told me I'd done something wrong. <laughs> and I was a scared mother on the inside, and my mind just went out of control. It just spun over and over what, what I'd done, what they said, what I said, you know, every different permutation, it just went over mm. and over. I could not stop my mind spinning for about three days. And first of all, I realized, okay, that's not normal. Normal people yeah. do not react this intently to something that really wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And I realized, okay, it feels a little bit like how I would react when my dad had told me I'd done something wrong. Oh, wow. So that was the first inkling that maybe something from my childhood is still affecting me to yeah. this day. But I didn't know what to do. I, I knew, you know, I knew that was something to look into, but I didn't know what to do. And I happened to go to a doctor's appointment in that time frame. And he was a holistic physician. I have no idea why I went to him, but it was nothing to do with this. Um, but he recognized I was more stressed than I should be. And he asked me on a scale of zero through 10 what my stress level was. And I said eight. And then he asked me why. And that's when I realized it was finding my mother dead on the bathroom floor when I was 19, yeah. which was two decades ago at this point, at that point because the tears from that event was still just under the surface yeah. because I hadn't dealt with it. Yeah. And he tapped with me. He knew this technique EFT. He tapped with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment, being able to tell the story in my mind for the first time ever without the tears. Wow. That, that's that's awesome. when I realized that, that we hold those memories and those emotions physically yeah. in our body and that we can let them go. I had no idea up to that point that that was possible. Yeah, because generally you do have to have some breakthrough moment, but um, yes. gosh, that's that's really cool. Thanks for sharing your story. That, I think welcome. that helps a lot. So how did you go about making the changes going forward? You, you discovered the tapping. How long or how often 
did you not completely embrace it? You know, we get the solution and sometimes we think it's too good to be true or we're not consistent in dealing with it. When did it become like, oh my God, this is truly changing my life? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question because yes, absolutely. I was a software engineer. I, I, I like to know things really worked before I wasted, <laughs> like didn't want to waste my time on things. Yes. So I went home that day after the doctor's appointment and I went online and researched everything I could about EFT. And luckily for us, it was given away by Gary Craig for free. He happened to also to be an engineer, which made me feel more comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. still I wanted to try it out. And I had a 17 year old cat at home at the time, and he was starting to fail. His kidneys were starting to fail. And we were told we had to give him a daily saline shot, like an injection of saline. And I hated needles. I hated injections. And I was so scared of doing this. And the first day when I did it, my hand was shaking so badly. I, I didn't want to have to do it every day. It was just ridiculous. So I thought, okay, let me try out this technique. So I tapped, I tapped about every aspect of it, which is something you do with EFT. So I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat. And I tapped about all the memories from all the injections I had had in childhood. Mm. And the next day, the needle just slid right in. Oh, all wow. that fear that had been just sitting inside of me the day before had totally gone. And that's when I realized how powerful, almost deceptively powerful EFT is. Yeah. And that's when I decided, okay, this is it. I'm going to use it. And, and that's when I did. I started it. So do you recommend that people sort of journal as you you know, you said in the beginning, you wrote down all of the traumas that you went through to tr try to, I guess, bring them to light or acceptance. Do you recommend that people just start to, to journal what those might be so that they'll have some guidance as to the tapping process? Well, I recommend in initially people just learn to use and start using it daily when they notice they're emotional mm -hmm. and, and no just notice what changes. And then if you want more, I actually just published a couple of weeks ago a workbook which oh, will good. bring up all those things all those triggers all those traumas from your past so awesome. you could, could use that and then you know the the key thing is actually doing the work right actually mm -hmm. sitting down and tapping on those previous traumas and, and memories to release them inside awesome now, now eft was just my the first step on my what, journey so what 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 are the other things that you've done now to um, get control of your health, your mindset and all? Well, I realized as EFT was doing what it does, it was releasing tension inside, which was opening up the subconscious mind. And as it opened up the subconscious mind, my awareness expanded. So I know we use the term awareness a lot these days, yeah. and I use it in terms of being aware, self-awareness, like mm -hmm. being aware of the self. So when I started the journey, I was not aware of my emotions. But I became aware of them. And then underneath the emotions is a set of physical sensations. So if we're feeling angry, we're actually mm -hmm. holding tension in different parts of our body. Mm -hmm. And we can become aware of that ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I did, right? It, it was part of the journey. And when I was aware of the sensations themselves, I didn't feel like I needed to use EFT anymore. It was almost like I'd gone beyond it. And then I started what I, I call the, the technique, just feeling your feelings. 
it sounds so simple. It's not quite as simple as it sounds, <laughs> but it's it's actually holding onto those areas of tension in the awareness, being aware, holding your attention, that word attention, at mm -hmm. tension, right? So being aware of the tension and just allowing it to be there, allowing it to exist, not trying to change it in any way. And when I did that, I noticed the tension would dissipate. Mm. So, so imagine you're afraid of making a phone call, right? There'll be fear sitting inside. So I would focus on the fear and just feel it and it would dissipate. And then I'd think the thought again, okay, this fear of making this phone call, feel it again, and it would dissipate a little bit more. And I would do it again and again with the same thought until all the emotion had dissipated, at which point, right, it becomes easier to make the phone call. Right, right. right. So that's what I call the second step. And then when and I was doing- And that's the feeling of feelings. Feeling the feelings. Mm -hmm. And I would do this in the evenings, instead of doing the tapping, right, I'd done my tapping on my childhood. Now I would lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind something like 9-11, right? We all had our own experience of that event. So I would bring those memories to mind and just feel all the emotions, the, the physical sensations, and just allow them to pass through, to, to, to be felt, and then they would dissipate. Mm -hmm. And I would do that over and over again with all these big traumas that we've all experienced. And at some point during that process, I realized I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had dissipated, hmm. which was very weird. I'd never experienced it before, obviously. And I'd never heard anyone else talk about it before, which is why I'm sharing my journey. But I just started to play with it. It felt different. So imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache, right? You can, mm -hmm. you can pinpoint where that pain is coming from right. inside. Mm -hmm. But once the pain is dissipated, right, you can't really get your awareness back on that same place because right. the pain is gone. Right. I realized I could keep my awareness inside. Mm -hmm. And so then I would move it around that I'd realized I could feel a place where there was tension compared to no tension. So I would focus on the tension, just feel it, allow it to be felt, and it would shift a little bit. So I'm just doing the same thing that I was doing at all these different levels, EFTs kind of focusing on the emotions and the memories, right. then the sensations, just feeling them and allowing them to be and they would dissipate. Now I'm actually inside the body feeling the tension in the connective tissue and it would release and it felt really good. And I just kept doing it over and over again. And eventually I got my awareness inside my head. And that was when I really had these huge revelations because there was so much pain and tension in my left cheek was just oh. almost unbearable. And I realized it had been there all along probably since I was born with my right foot up against my right shin and my whole body was twisted, but I had not been aware of it, right? It had been hidden in my subconscious mind until I was ready to uncover it. And then I had this technique by now, right? I would just focus on it and it would release, focus mm. and release. Eventually I heard something release. I actually, yeah, near my wow. ears, in my head, I actually heard and felt something release and it sounded and felt like all fabric ripping which was a little scary at the time. I actually had to go home and do some research and I realized it was a connection in the, it was a, an adhesion in the connective tissue that was releasing. Oh, so wow. I realized I wasn't hurting myself. So I just kept doing it. And eventually it'd get to the place where I could actually feel my skull bones relax. 
Now, I hadn't known they were not relaxed before <laughs> until they relaxed. And then I realized, oh, my goodness, they were not oh relaxed before. <laughs> Here I so, thought I felt great, but no. <laughs> right. Well, we hold, that's what I, I realized, you know, this law of attraction thing. We hold yeah. so much tension inside. And connective tissue or fascia can hold with a force of 2,000 pounds per square inch, mm. which is why the, the pain was so intense. Mm. And we compensate for that in our body and we don't yeah. know we're doing it. Yeah. Right? So, so it was really fun to actually have x-rays taken in 2021. And then I look back, I had ones from eight years prior, hadn't looked at them before, but now I looked at them and I could see, oh my goodness, there really are physical changes happening to my bones. I could feel it. I knew changes were happening, but you know, I couldn't, I didn't know they would be, would, would be visible on an x-ray. Mm. So it was really fun to actually see that the bones had shifted. My jaw was way off to the side and it's now yeah. much the, and yeah, the pictures, The pictures were very interesting. Yeah. And then I had my son measure me because as we get, as we grow, as we get taller, right, we see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was seeing, like looking eye to eye with people is, had changed. As opposed so I knew, to looking. Right. So I had my son measure me and I was half an inch taller. And then a few months later, I had my husband measure me and I was three quarters of an inch taller. So that is releasing the burden that we've been holding all these years allows us to decompress. Yeah. Right. So that's what's happening. I'm not really growing. I'm just decompressing. Yeah. You're really just standing taller, really. You're straightening your spine because yes. when we have tension, we do tend to just like get just go down inside yes yeah i mean especially if we've had like authority type figures you know verbally abuse us or whatever yeah. and we do we shrink <laughs> yeah so yes, try to be invisible yes yes so you've given us such great insights and things one of the things you talked about in your video was the third eye so i just i know um they need to watch the video to really see this. But if you could just talk a little bit about that, because I thought that was fascinating. Sure. It took me a while to realize actually what was happening, but but I am actually sensing inside using what I believe is the third eye. I prefer to use it the inner eye, to call it the inner eye, because mm -hmm. I'm sensing inside. I can sense mm -hmm. tension versus no tension, All darkness right. versus light. Mm -hmm. So what I'm you know, I'm looking from inside my head and I can sense tension and that tension is the darkness. Mm -hmm. And as we release that tension, the light shines through, which was already underneath. It was already there. So all we have to do is find that darkness. And, you know, that's then part of the enlightenment process, right? We're, we're lightening, our burden is being released. We are becoming physically lighter, right? It's, it's yeah. easier to to walk around, it's easier to laugh, it's just physically lighter, but also the darkness inside is being released and the light that's underneath is shining for. Awesome. Well, you're gonna have to watch the video. We'll talk more about that at the slide, but um, it's time for a rapid fire right now. And so you believe everything happens for a reason. Talk to us more about that. Yeah, I believe when we think about ourselves as a signal, like we talked about, I think our signal gets established in childhood in mm. those early years. And then we just replay things over and over again mm. until we notice 
right? Until we notice, oh, that's making me mad or that frustrates me. And we do this inner work, right? So it's that establishment of the signal is why things keep happening over and over again. That is the reason. It doesn't mean we're at fault, you know, but perhaps if we were abused in childhood, that is part of our signal. And then we attract similar things again yeah. in our adulthood. So it's not a fault type thing as there's no blame involved. It's just a question of knowing that that is our signal, that everything that happened to us is part of our signal. And then we can do the work. We can take the responsibility and do this inner work to release it so that we attract different things into our future. Okay, so today we've talked about the EFT, feeling the feeling, and that inner, inner feeling, I guess. What would you want to, how would you categorize that last piece? Um, <laughs> feeling inside. Feeling inside, okay. So... If you want to know more, you'll need to know her contact information. So I'm going to share my screen. If you are just listening in, I will give you the website, but you can find all the information on my YouTube as well as my findyourleadershipconfidence.com website. So those are, that are listening, you can go to the website, which is https colon forward slash forward slash annhince.com. That's A-N-N-H-I-N-C-E.com. She's on Facebook, searching Anne Hints Wisdom. And YouTube, you can search by her name, um, or you can come to this and grab this screenshot. I'm going to let her talk to you about what her call to action is and talk a little bit more about that video that I've mentioned a few times. <laughs> okay, I would love you to go to, the, go to my YouTube channel and watch the videos and start doing the work because I believe we can change the whole direction of our world by doing this inner work ourselves. So all the information is there on YouTube, or you, you, you can buy my book if you wanted. It's, there's just more information in there, but all the information is available on YouTube. Perfect. And some people just learn visually anyway. So YouTube is a great way, great tool to do that. Again, go to uh, check out her video on the YouTube and visit her website, annhints.com. Well, so interesting, such great information you shared and insights. And I just think that it, it was really, you could feel the, the emotion of, the, of your journey as you discovered all of these ways to just be more at peace. And I think that's what, to me, my message would be to people that, you know, why should you live in pain and tension if you can find some way to get that inner peace. So check out her video and see what you can learn and start tapping, I guess this is a good way to start, start the yes. journey yourself, right? Yes, indeed. Or so, even before that, just start becoming aware of yeah. when you're being emotional. Yeah. And, and, you know, it is true. I mean, we bring baggage, not only from England, but from our childhood all the time. <laughs> And uh, sometimes we push down, push down everything and don't realize how that not being aware is really hurting us. So as I always do, I remind you that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling.
signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.